in the trenches with Dave Lapham. This is Dave Burke, brought to you by First Star Logistics. What a day for the Cincinnati Bengals. 42-21 winners before they go on their bye. And Dave, you saw all the action, called all the action. Had to be a good day for you. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was good to see them have a uh, get-right day. There's no question about it. They had a get-right get half, to say the least. I mean, Carolina in the first half, 3 out of 10 for 9 yards, 7 rushes for 23, 10 touches for 31 yards. And uh, their first two possessions in the first quarter, both 3 and outs. Their third possession to start the second quarter, 3 and out. Then they have an interception. Then they uh, have another 3 uh, and out and punt the football. And they have another interception. Then they fumble the football. Unbelievable. I mean, 31 yards on 10 snaps, no points, three turnovers. I mean, it, that that's crazy. It just that just doesn't happen in the National Football League. And, and meanwhile, the Bengals' offense is putting five touchdowns on the board. And last week, they five of their first six possessions up in Cleveland ended up in uh, at some point in Cleveland territory, and they got no points out of them. In this game, six out of their first eight possessions end up in the red zone, and they go six for six in the red zone on those possessions and score touchdowns every single time. I mean, you talk about night and day flipping the switch, and it all started, Dave, on the first possession. The Carolina Panthers' defense, pretty good, and they're good athletes, and they can run. And um, They had not given up an opening drive touchdown. They'd only given up one of those. In 25 games, all of last year and half of this season, and the Bengals on the first possession go nine plays, 90 yards, five uh, passes, four runs, a good mix, a good balance, good mix of run and pass, and score a touchdown, and that, that was a tone setter. And Carolina Panthers got back on their heels. That hadn't happened to them in, <laughs> in a while. I mean, it only happened once in 25 prior games, and it, it set them back. They were on their heels, and they never really recovered from there. Usually when we say Joe had a great day, we're talking about the quarterback, Joe Burrow. While Joe Burrow did go 22 of 28 for 206 yards and a touchdown, it was all about Joe Mixon. Record-setting day for the Bengals running back. 22 carries, 153 yards, a 7-yard average, four rushing touchdowns, and then he adds four catches, 58 yards, and another touchdown. Yeah, I mean, his his halftime numbers were a good game. He had 15 carries for 113 yards, seven and a half yards a pop, three touchdowns rushing in the first half. Uh, and, and then he also uh, caught the football those four times for 58 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he basically had a game, a, a, a record-setting game in the first half, and then he just added to it in the second half. And when you can – Joe Burrow said it himself. He said it during the week. we got to be able to run the football. And when you run it for over 200 and throw it for over 200 – now you got something cooking because, you know, the play-action passing game becomes the most better scenario. You know, you don't miss Jamar Chase as much, obviously. You've got to get a lot of things going on. And uh, and once they once they got all of that un, un, unfolded, I mean, it was it was a, a very, very balanced day in terms of play selection as well as uh, play execution because uh, both sides of, the, of it, running and throwing the football, they were equally effective. Dave, Zach Taylor during his press conference, we saw Chris Evans go out, looked like a knee issue, and then I also uh, Dax Hill. Uh, any thoughts on what, what you're hearing on those? No, it's way too early. They're going to take more pictures in both cases. Fortunately, the bye week's coming. I did ask Zach in my radio post game 
about guys that might be coming back after the bye week. And he said, well, the injuries today, they're still collecting information. That's going to be very difficult to say. Um, but uh, he did say, I asked him about DJ Reader. I said, it seems like DJ's tracking to be back after the bye week. And he was very optimistic about DJ Reader's return after the bye. And that'll help at that defensive tackle position playing at the Pro Bowl level. He's playing that. I asked him about Josh Tupo. And he said, Josh is still a little bit ways away. He won't be uh, back for that Pittsburgh Steelers game. But to get DJ Reader back in Pittsburgh with a team that, you know, likes to throw the, uh, run the football and, and uh, then, then utilize their play-action passing game, that would be big to get DJ Reader back in the rotation in the mix at that interior defensive line position. One thing about having a game like this is you get to play a lot of younger players, get to rest some of the veterans. Uh, that, that could play a key role as the season continues when the Bengals come back from the bye. Yeah, I mean it's you know you uh, you look you look for that kind of thing. They they only ran 48 snaps as a team in the football game, and like I said in the first half, they weren't on the field at all. I mean you know they, they didn't have to uh, they didn't have to get anything done really. I mean it was three and out, three and out. Guys guys didn't really get worn down. They didn't take a whole lot of snaps. That's that's a good thing. But the bye week will help everybody that is nicked up and, and get them closer to a return. You know, the bye week, in my mind, uh, never did have the fortune of a bye week. But um, watching how players handle it over the years, it, it, there's, it's a three-pronged deal. Physically, you get away from it. You take care of your body. You try to recover. If, you, if you're injured, if you're not, you stay on your workout programs. You, you stay, stick to your diet. You don't blow up. Even, you know, guys can gain weight quickly uh, the way the body types are. And you have to be smart about not – packing on any extra pounds that you're going to have to work real hard to get rid of after the bye week. You have to be disciplined there, you know, be a pro. And then, uh, you know, mentally stay with the game. Uh, make sure you stay with your tape, studying all the things you need to do and, and things you can find to do to improve your football uh, performance in the second half and that aspect of it. And then the, the spirit of it, spirituality. I'm not talking about religious. I'm talking about the football spirit of it. You know, get your mind right. Make sure you show up with the right kind of energy, enthusiasm, um, all those kind of things to, to help lift your football team and get them rolling uh, right away in the second half of the season because right away you're heading to Pittsburgh for a Sunday night encounter unless it gets flexed. It's a Sunday night game out there in Pittsburgh. You're 0-3 in the division. You need to get a division win on the road. Uh, you had a get-right uh, day against the Carolina Panthers, but you go to Pittsburgh and stub your toe and don't put forth your best performance. It all doesn't mean a hill of beans. That's just life in the National Football League. Ask the Buffalo Bills, who the New York Jets uh, knock off as a division rival, and nobody expected that to happen, that's for sure. But that's life in the National Football League. The Bengals just experienced it up in Cleveland earlier in the week. Joe Burrow said in his press conference after the game, first complete game of the season. And this is, you know, if you're going to do it, the what's coming up, as you said, after the bye, first thing is a division rival the Pittsburgh Steelers, but then you got some tough games. With the, you know, you're going to be going down to play in Tennessee with, against the Titans. You welcome home the Chiefs back at Paycor. Then you have the Browns. You, you got, you know, some maybe want some revenge against what you've done against the Browns the last couple of years. This is a gauntlet coming up when they get back from the bye. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, and, and then you're talking about going to Tampa Bay, going into New England, Buffalo, Baltimore. It's a total gauntlet. There's, there's no question. But let's put it this way. This football team, the Bengals just handled 42-21. Uh, 
beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21-3, to embarrassed them, and put them in a little bit of a mini tailspin. So, again, that's the National Football League. You can kind of forecast and try to project and do all you want. I mean, <laughs> it's just a week-to-week thing. And on a week-to-week basis, uh, your fortunes can change. And, and you have to just approach it. Every matchup di- is different. The way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers match up you know, a- against a football team is not the same way you match up against a football team and vice versa. So it, it, it's very interesting how you know, some teams seem to have another team's number, whereas another team doesn't. You've beaten that team a bunch. It's just weird. You've got 22 moving parts every single time. 11 people on 11 people. Every offensive play is called to work. Every defensive play is called to stop it. And in a perfect football theory, every, every play would be a stalemate. How many of the 11 guys on either side of it are going to do more than what's called for to be a stalemate and win that play for that uh, prospective rep right there? And that's all it is. That's all football is. And in the National Football League, teams' uh, talent is so evenly distributed you know, even like, oh, man, this 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 a two-and-five football team? Heck, they can beat anybody, and they can lose to anybody. The Bengals can beat anybody. The Bengals can lose to anybody. So it's it's just a matter of getting your focus every single week, trying to find the matchups that you've got in your favor, not necessarily the matchups that the team before that beat them had, because that matchup might not be as good for you, but you may have another matchup that's better that that team didn't even try to explore. So... Uh, that's why coaches make so much money game planning and putting things together, and players just have to go out and execute. There's no two ways about it. We talked about Joe Mixon. We talked about getting right, being right during this bye week, not to do anything crazy so you're ready to come back to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's your, your final takeaways of this game, Dave? Uh, just like Joe Burrow, I said it a few times during the broadcast, and I talked to Joe in the locker room after the game as well on the radio uh, post-game show and uh, talked about it's it's complimentary football. Uh, against the Cleveland Browns, the Bengals could not have been more uncomplimentary or non-complimentary. No phase supported the other. In this football game, total complimentary football. Bengals take the opening kickoff, nine plays, 90 yards. Defense, three and out. Bengals score. Defense, three and out. Bengals score. I mean, you just can't be more complimentary than that. So one phase supporting another. And that's what it's going to take down the stretch is complimentary football. Uh, if one phase is struggling, the other, t- the other part of it has to help them out. If the defense is struggling, keep them off the field. Go on long, extended drives, you know, eat, eat clock, play keep away. Um, if the offense is struggling, defense needs some turnovers, some takeaways. Got to get the offense more possessions. I mean, it's, it's just that simple. The Bengals finished plus three in the turnover category today. That boosts them to plus three at the halfway point. Uh, that's where you want to be. You want to be plus in plus as many as you possibly can at the end of the season. So um, that, that's, that's, what they, that's what they have to do. And then the other thing is the variable you can't control, Dave, and that's the injury uh, variable. And here uh, recently the Bengals have had their share of it. On the edge and the back end at corner, uh, also on the defensive line, also at the wide receiver position. So hopefully some of these guys start to come back. I mean, you start to get the DJ readers, one of your best defensive players, uh, Jamar Chase, you know, the second best offensive player you got. Now uh, you've lost to Lucy as your best cover guy for the season, but other guys stepped up today and that's what it's going to take. It's going to take the roster depth uh, stepping up and, and making plays 
in support of what the coaches are asking them to do from a game plan standpoint and play complimentary football and try to go 1-0 as many times as you possibly can down the stretch of the season. You're in the trenches with Dave Lockham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. Talking about the Bengals, 42-21 win over the Carolina Panthers. Dave, one thing I want to talk about, we, we talked about the uh, getting other guys in. It's always, you know, we talk about benching your quarterback. The Bengals got to bench Joe Burrow part of this game, but for a good reason because they were out such a big lead. But that has to help down the road because you just never know what's going to happen getting Brandon Allen multiple snaps, key snaps during a game. Yeah, but I, I, I do think the biggest thing is you with a big lead like that, you don't want to risk uh, exposing anybody to injury. You know, you, you have a big lead, you get into the bye, you haven't really lost anybody for any extended period of time at that point in time. You certainly don't want to lose Joe Burrow or Joe Mixon or anybody like that uh, for any extended period of time just by keeping them on the football field. You don't, you don't really have to, on top of the fact that it is good to get guys that don't necessarily get reps in a, you know, in a, in a game time situation, even though it's playing with a big lead, it's a different kind of football, but you're out there getting reps against NFL caliber players, starting players and see how you fare, see how you match up, see how well you handle things. So there's a lot of good, uh, good reason for doing what they did down the stretch of this football game for sure, Dave, no doubt. You've seen a lot of great performances. Where does this Joe Mixon performance today stack up in all the performances you've seen over the, the many years of you being covering the Bengals? You know, it, it all starts up front. I thought the offensive line had their best overall day as a unit. I thought they took control of the line of scrimmage early, and I thought, you know, Joe was uh, was right in rhythm and sync with them. He was making quick decisions in terms of his reads, lowering his pads. He had a really good body lean. He, had, he showed good contact balance. Uh, and then they just started running the – you know, the, the play selection was complementary to each other in the running game. Uh, like I said, the inside stuff and then run that pin and pull to the perimeter. It all ties in together. Uh, then they start play action pass a little bit because of the good running game. So they, they played even within the, uh, a phase, not just defense complementary football to offense, but offense complementary to itself, run game, pass game. Uh, and, and Joe Mixon was the straw that stirred the drink. There's no question about it. And, and when, when, that, when that kind of physicality, when Joe's running like that, and I was so happy for him because people like, has he lost a step? Has he lost this? Has he lost that? I think he slammed the door on that stuff today. And he's got, he comes up with five touchdowns today. He only had two on the season coming in. Now with seven touchdowns, he's, he's crawling up there amongst the league leaders at the halfway point of the season. So I think this is going to free him up. I think we're going to see other uh, you know, significant performances out of Joe Mixon in the second half of the season. I think a lot of good's going to come out of it, and, and I'm real happy for him because uh, it, it's it's not more important to any other player on the football team as it is to Joe Mixon. Football is vitally important to the dude, and he works as hard or harder than anybody. So you love to see players with that kind of attitude, that kind of mentality, and good people, uh, you know, good things happen to good people, and he got rewarded. In the Trenches is brought to you by First Star Logistics. If you like what we're doing on In the Trenches, be sure to hit the like button on all of our videos. And if you have not subscribed to the channel yet on YouTube, please do so. You can also find many of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Dave, I know it's been a long day. Time to get home and get spend some time with your family. But uh, I'm sure we will be talking very soon. Yes, sir, Dave. We'll be catching up and... Uh... 
having some guests to talk about this big victory as the Bengals go into the bye during the course of next week, sir. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right. You know, know, gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out FirstStarLogistics.com.